It's the Two Face Podcast. Coming up on today's show, we talk about all the announcements from Paris Games Week. Can Telltale tell a good tale? We tell our tales of Telltale Games games. We mutate our way through Rocket League. Looking ahead to all the big game releases. Discussing all the latest PlayStation VR news. All this and more on your action pack. Word forgetting. Headset hating. True to Face Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the True Trophies podcast. It's an informal discussion on everything PlayStation and, of course, trophies. Unfortunately, this time around, we're not graced with the presence of our amazing host, Lord Rhino, as he wasn't available at the time in which we are recording this sad face. So I, Stu the Chief, will take the crown, and hopefully you all still enjoy this, regardless of my terrible Pottery's accent. Today, I am joined as usual by Munch Magic 1986 Hello, Munch. Hello. And our special guest for this episode, the Rocket League enthusiast, Monkey Brad ninety one. Hello. So, guys, are we all doing this fine Friday evening? It's Friday. <laughs> you forgot what day it is. That's not. <laughs> yeah. That's not good. That's not good at all, Munch. I, I'm ready to sleep. I think I. Uh, I've managed a couple of hours, so that's going to have to. Yeah, be. same. I've, I've been really busy with work, so it's, I've been able to get much gaming time, and it's a shame, but you know. It happens. Anyway, so let's get this ball rolling. So let's talk about what we've been playing. So Munch, get us started. This, I think we played Telltale, man. Minecraft. Minecraft. Story mode. Yes. Boring mode. Boring mode? Yeah, right. I don't like it. It's boring. Why is that then? I don't know. I feel like I was probably putting too much expectation out there. You know, Minecraft fan, but... It improved a bit on the second episode. Which was surprising at least two weeks after the first one. Not very normal for Telltale. What did you um? Did you get the season pass? I'm guessing, or have you been picking up like episode by episode, or picking up as a go? I probably should have got the the season pass, even though I'm not interested in it. My son is loving it. Yeah, I'll probably get it on retail because I'm more of a physical than a digital guy. Plus, yeah, I'm running out of hard drive space as well. So we've already released <laughs> it retail. One episode. Yeah, I know it's. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it myself, but there you go. I don't know why they've done that. Unlike Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones is coming out on disc um, about a week and a half from now, I think, but really I should have mentioned that at the end of the podcast when we mentioned releases, but there you go, anyway. Well, yeah, because 6 is coming out, well, 6 is coming out, episode 6 is coming out uh, next week, yep. so catching up on that. I've just done 3, you've got 4 and 5 sitting waiting, yep. I crack on that at the weekend, and Tales from the Borderlands, episode 2. Oh, so yes. I bought that when it came out, and I still have around it, but... Yeah, I'm still behind on that myself, and I've got it on PS3 and the PS4, so it's there's two Platinums waiting to be done. Um, just more stuff to add to the backlog. Right, what else have you been playing? Uh, I've been doing a review for Super Sonic... Super Beat Zonic! Right. Every time I always say Super Sonic. Uh, Super Beat Zonic, but um, I'm not going to say too much. If you want to know about it, read it. Yep. 
Uh, Overlord, Fellowship of Evil. I wasn't expecting that game to come out. Overlord, right, yeah. I, I, I can remember this um, being on the, yeah, the free secretary. Yeah, it's a smaller version. I think it was like £15 or something. £15, £20. Oh, so it's a digital-only title, is it? Yeah, it's it's a bit different, but it's kind of fun. Right. It's what you'd really expect for a you know, half the price and quite half the development costs and that. That's pretty good. Yeah. FIFA 15 and PES 16. Which, 16, yes. Well, you know what I'm like with FIFA games, but I'm glad I picked it up cheap, because it's been helping them Pez a lot. The, there's that trophy for getting slide tackles done perfectly or some crap. Yeah. Uh, I, you've played against me several times. You know I don't tackle. I just do pressure, high pressure. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, FIFA 15, man. See what I hate about that game? You don't feel like you've got control over your bloody players. You need control. Here's the true so, question, though. Have you got the extra effort trophy? No, uh, not yet. No. And you, <laughs> to be fair, you probably won't if you I came close. You're lucky. You're getting close. I came close. Yeah. Yeah, I was just about to hit when I was on the ground then. As usual, one of the other players came along and booted it in instead. Happened about twice. Yeah. Really annoying. So you're probably doing but, the sensible thing with FIFA because... Me, I'm a complete idiot. I pay full price for them on release day. You're buying mm. them, obviously, like a year behind when they're like, what, three or four quid. Yeah. Can't I was, fault you for doing that. It was like, <laughs> what I paid for it. But, without being able to, without feeling like I've got control over the players, then trying to do that slide tackle trophy, when I went back onto PES 16, I was a bit better at slide tackling, so I was doing that a lot more. And, oh, I've been doing absolutely brilliant with them. It's really up to the game on pairs, so thanks FIFA for being crap. Yeah, thanks EA. Actually, next time maybe <laughs> release a decent football game for once. You know, you never yeah, will. This, but, you know. Some of my slide tackles outside the box have been exemplary. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> right, anything else? Or? That's pretty much it. That's pretty much you in a nutshell. Right. Yeah, so, I'll start um, Samurai Warriors 4 again. But... Ah, okay. Is that a bit <laughs> like um, Dynasty, Dynasty Warriors? Or, yeah. yeah Basically yeah. the same. Awesome. Anything by Omega Force is basically just I could I got like an eight thousand six hundred combo earlier. Yeah. yeah. So is that type of game? I got bored after Dynasty Warriors two on the PS two, and what are we on now? Eight or nine or twenty? Uh, I'm not sure. I know in the releases I've got Dynasty Warriors eight Empires for Vita, so it's definitely way up there now. It's still going. I'm guessing it's. Probably it's still popular in Japan, is it? That's why they're still doing yeah. it. Yeah. Samurai Warrior 4 has actually got two new ones coming out. We've got uh, 4 2 and 4 Empire. Oh, we're definitely still going. <laughs> yep. Who knows when that will finish? Never. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, no. Um, right, so let's talk about what I've been playing. I'm going to keep this quite brief because I've been very busy with work but I've been playing Bucket League I'm going to leave Brad to talk about that when it gets to what he's been playing Um, yeah I've been using the DeLorean very very cool and very very cheap if you like Rocket League definitely get it especially if you like attention to detail as well because one thing I've noticed a lot is the very minute things that you'd never notice like if you destroy the DeLorean it throws the license plate and just floats to the ground tiny <laughs> things like that if you're a big fan of the series You'll really appreciate. It's just brilliant. It just, it's, it's great. Amazing. It's great when they've, they've listened to the fans like on the PlayStation blog. Everyone wanted the DeLorean. 
and they actually lessened and they did it. And it's at a good price that no one can complain about. The release timing was perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it coincided with um, was it the 30th anniversary of the, the film. No, the day that we went to the future and back to the future. Ah, too. right, okay. Ignore me, I'm, I'm an idiot. And um, they're all supposed <laughs> to be dressing like complete numpties and flying hoverboards. and. <laughs> awesome. I've been playing WWE 2K16, which is... An incredible improvement on last year's. Yeah. Incredible. Um, I I've been bit... holding off on it because I wanted to hear your opinion on it first. Pardon me, French, because I was a bit pissed when it came out at launch because two of the trophies were glitched. That's never a good start. It might have been three or four, actually. I can't remember. Um, the career mode's changed a little bit. You've got rivalries in there now, which adds a new element to it. Um, Do I know what was in last year? Was that different? I think it's slightly different now, Um well, you've got. Did you have? Did they have run-ins last year on career? I can't even I remember. So. To be fair, I barely touched career mode last year, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, is a massive. Is that in universe mode? You know, I haven't even touched the universe mode. I'm, I'm literally. I'm so that... behind on gaming; it's unreal. I think that's, that's where rivalry <laughs> was in. Yeah. In Fifteen. The, the one thing I've really been playing on this though is that um, the Stone Cold storyline. Thing. Mm. Well, the career perspective, I'll put it that way, because that, that, the way they've done that's really good, I think. Um, that took me a, a pretty long time to finish, and the historical objectives are pretty straightforward. There's the special objectives as well, where, like, for example, you'll have the WrestleMania 13 match, which is Bret Hart and Stone Cold. You'll have to do it the other way around, where Stone Cold beats Bret Hart, and then you have to do it on Legend difficulty. So there's, there's some element of challenge in there, but it's Pretty good, yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I might play it after we finish this podcast, to be honest. Or Rocket League, I don't know. Um, yeah, the roster on that game as well is bloody brilliant. I think it. Did, did they boast it's the largest they've ever had on a wrestling game? I bet yeah. they did, yeah. You got some of the old ECW and WCW guys in that. I was cool. curious about the roster. Is there like a lot of NXT guys in it? Yeah, well, they missed the. Who was it now? The Divas Revolution, so they missed. Becky Lynch, they missed Sasha Banks. That was people were pissed about that, and then they're not going to be DLC either. Mm-hmm. They did announce. Mm-hmm. I think they announced the season pass, but they, they weren't included. So Mary Joe's on the season pass, though. So I'm looking forward to using them. Um. Anyway, yeah, moving on because I'm sure not everyone gives a crap about wrestling. Uh, Guitar Hero Live. I've been playing that. Um. I'm actually finding it pretty challenging with the new button layout. It gets you sort of used to. Playing with chords, you know, it's yeah. You know, there's a two by three button layout in there. Um, I like this Guitar Hero TV mode. I mean, I know some people aren't very happy about it because of the microtransactions, but um, I I think that's a brilliant idea what they've done because the problem that, I do, the, yeah. the problem they have is that obviously people have to buy the songs, they'll know the songs, but like so they then they have a thing with the Guitar Hero TV where um you can just basically play whatever comes on this free radio. And then That's right, it, which yeah. is a brilliant idea. Like not just for mm-hmm. everyone else getting to experience a range of songs that they never previously purchased, but might really enjoy yeah. or re- really enjoy playing specifically. Um, but it's great for the company because obviously people would then buy that song so they can play it again. And it's it's a brilliant idea because the, these games have such a massive library that it's it's such so many to choose from yeah. that you wouldn't find gems like that yourself. But it gives you an opportunity to play such mm-hmm. a wide variety of genres and songs and artists. Which is a brilliant thing. So you kind of get like demo the DLC a little as well. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty clever. 
Nice. Each weekend they have like premium shows which are like live sets with actual live footage as well, which is pretty cool. Um, that definitely sounds a lot better than just going to a storefront and just looking at a list of yeah. songs. There's like there's objective to them though, so like if you want to do a premium show like last weekend it was I think it was Avenged Sevenfold. Ooh, which is pretty cool. But with that you had to like get three stars on a certain difficulty on three different tracks. Um or else you had to pay. Um but yeah, with this this channel thing, so there's a free channel which um changes genres like every hour, so you know, it'll go from indie to pop to rock, whatever. Um that's really good. Um Yeah. It, it, what I like is though, I mean, people were annoyed because, you know Rock Band obviously bought over the old tracks and things, but I like how with guitar like the new guitar era they've Included some of the old favourites from Guitar Hero 3 in particular, like um, Cult of Personalities, oh, which is like my favourite song on that. Um, and they are adding some each week as well. Like, I think there's been six added as we're recording today as well, so I might check them out later. Um, yeah, pretty I, good. I think the way, definitely the way they've done their deals. I mean, it'd be nice to see things carry over. Like, like it's a bit of a stab in the back for people that put a lot of money into the previous games. Um, but yeah. the way they've handled this as a standalone game is fantastic. They've really put a lot of effort into making sure that, that the experience that this game provides as by itself is complete and uh, enjoyable, which I do like. Yeah, I think the question's still there, like, how long are they going to keep adding these new songs for? But I think it'll still be there until they release a sequel. I mean, there's obviously going to be a sequel. I don't know when that'll be. Next year. Quite possibly, yeah, you know, because you know what developers are like raking in the money at Christmas. Oh, especially um, Activision. We've got a history where Guitar Hero would do I will say this, though. I mean, if you're listening to this Guitar now, Hero you know, like you're Hero. from the UK, I mean, the chances are this deal might be off now, but if you go on Amazon, I believe it is now, uh, I think it's 50 or £55 on the PS4, That's which is bad. pretty good considering I got it for like 66 something at launch. Is that with one guitar? That's with one guitar, yeah. It's not too bad. And then you can buy a rechargeable battery pack separately, I think, but I wouldn't recommend it because AA batteries last for absolutely ages in this, and I've used the same since launch. Um, and it does come I've with rechargeable AA It does come well. with batteries, so don't worry about having to buy batteries separately. Either that'd be foolish. Um, and finally, I've been playing Pez as Munch has talked about. I've been, oh God, where do I begin with this? I've been very. Very, very, very annoyed with this because they've been promising this transfer update for ages. It finally came through, but apparently they missed out the last day of the transfers, of the summer transfer <sighs> window, and now we've got to wait until the end of November, or December, I can't remember which one it is, for them to fix it. <sighs> and the last day of the transfer window for me is the most important, that's when the big signings happen, so to miss that is ridiculous and considering the amount of t the amount of time they're taking as well it just doesn't make any sense to me at all it's absolutely nonsense i just but yeah i'll i'll, I'll carry on supporting pez because it's a great game over fifa yeah I've, I've already sold fifa 16 i'm not going back to that um i haven't really noticed the transfer stuff because i'm also just sticking my club yeah my club's got good um for your information once you should play it this weekend because They've added, I think there's like your European Championship special agents with one of them's got like a 100% chance of a black ball, so you should look at that. Ooh. Um, 
Yeah, so that's my games in a nutshell. Right, Brad, what have you been playing? Um, well, I've mostly been kept on my old games because, unfortunately, like, as you, as you say, it's one of the curse of adulthood is that you finally get the money to buy anything you want, but you don't have any time to play it. Oh, yeah. So I've been, uh, been being smart and trying to resist buying most of the new purchases just because my back looks so huge as it is. I want to get through all the great old games that I missed. See, that's me. I've I've got no time for yeah. games really at all now because of my new job. I'm working full time. There's no point in me buying any more new releases. I mean, I got I got 2K16 because you know I'm passionate for wrestling. I got Guitario because I like Guitario, but I mean, I I was going to get Need for Speed. I've got no time to play Need for Speed, even though it's an easy platinum. To stick to the backlog, you know, my backlog's ridiculous. So, and by the time I've got through that, all these new games I want you to play will be dirt cheap. So I'll pick them up then. I've still not even got around to getting Uncharted Nathan Drake collection yet. Oh well, yeah, I'm like that as well. But I had time until I do them on the PS3. I'll um, I won't be getting that anyway. Carry on, Brad. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, is it because of the backlog? I've been going through some old games. Uh, Lego Marvels one we playing recently. Um, with Jake's yeah. with a friend, which is actually a really fun game. It's like oh, I, 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 the previous Lego games I played a part Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, which was great, and the Lego Movie video game, which was also great. Oof. But I love, I, I loved it. I, I think it's the uh, fact it was voiced and the humor of the movie in general that I enjoyed. Um, but I love the way Lego Movie is actually it has this massive free roam world, and just this. Uh, you won't like that when you're trying to get all the gold. <laughs> oh, it takes ages. Well, that's the benefit actually of doing the split screen is that we can separate, which I love, because they made it so that you can play this game entirely co-op, including the free play stuff and just going around getting everything. So I could be on the other side of the world doing this little racing mini game for a brick, while my friend could be doing some car race on the other side, which is, a, they've, they've really done it well. They've made it feel like you're in the same world, but you're playing your own game just on the same screen, which, mm. they, which I actually really loved. Um, and obviously it's Marvel, which is something I enjoy anyway. I'm not a DC man. Sorry much. There's a really cool thing you can do in it. I'd done it when I was playing it. And there's a bit where you go meet Deadpool. Hmm. Obviously, if you set a, uh, a guide on the map somewhere, you know, you follow Deadpool there. Select both characters as Deadpool and you end up like four Deadpools on the screen. Good <laughs> <laughs> fun. Hey, I've also been uh, Need Speed The Run, which I picked up from the recent sale in Europe. Probably days ago. Four pounds, wasn't it? It was four pounds, yes. Because um, I... Last it was on sale last time, but that time I picked up Need to be Rivals and Hot Pursuit, the new one. Um, so I I skipped the run because I was like two is enough, and it didn't look that great. But that, once I completed them, I was like, hmm, I wish I had the run. Correct me. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, I think the run has got like a, a way of doing the hard difficulty trophy quite easily. It does, yeah. Like I you think. can, if if you change the difficulty to extreme during the very last race at the last stage it counts as an extreme victory Good. but you still have to play the campaign twice because it, that difficulty doesn't unlock until you finish the oh, ones, right, yeah. which okay. is a bit of a pain in the booty yeah. but, <laughs> but the, the back to the game itself is it's i'm enjoying it but man ps3 graphics <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm spoiled by a few ps4 games recently and going back to it and it was, I'm sure it was perfectly fine i mean they they had to obviously build quite a large amount of space because the idea of the game is that you went from one side of America to the, the from the side of the US I should say to the other I think it's I don't New, think I New could play the run anymore actually because of the crew the crew done that on PS4 and damn yeah I, I think I'm definitely I, I wasn't expecting to be because I'm sure it, it's perfectly fine but I think it, it shows that even games that looked great 
like a few years ago are already being dwarfed by new stuff like the crew and no, if they do the same around. idea but completely open world, like ninety-five miles across. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing. One problem having the run is it's very linear. Like there's, it, it's literally just stage, stage, stage. Because there's no getting, no, no, there's no open world. There's no kind of, there's no separation to anything. It's literally just stage, start, next stage, stage, and then they put in some rubbish quick time events which don't even work. Yeah, don't know how far you got in it, but when I played on three sixty, it was a bit where. We're getting chased by a dog. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, I, I, that's actually just where I finished it. And I had a bug in that that event where um the graphics for uh, the quick time buttons instructions didn't come up. Like, it just had a little box and some pixels. And I was like, okay, this could be anything. After 10 minutes, I realized it was L1 and R1 together. I pressed at the right time. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, the smart man would have just looked up on YouTube originally. But I thought, come on, there's only like 12 buttons. How long can this take? Or hit restart. And every time I... Ooh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I'm not a smart man. <laughs> here, is, here is the problem with my gaming. But I'm enjoying the game in general. Um, I've also played Wolf Among Us. I completed that last week, which is a great game. Oh, yeah. still it's really great. I, the, the, the one quarrel I had with it was the choices are a bit too... unimportant. Like, other than occasional, like, certain characters will just say different things to you, or it's like slight, slight, di slight variations in ending very slightly, but generally the, the choices don't make much difference. Which is a shame, because the story itself and the fairy tale world, but this gritty, uh, brutal fairy tale world, like set in New York, is, is, is really good. They've done great. Uh, Telltale have always been amazing storytellers. Um, apparently not with Minecraft story mode, but. I feel like the. Well, for manga, you should check out the comic Fables, which it's based on. Yeah, I, I, I think I remember it's set being referenced 30 years to that. before the game. Because there's, there's a lot of references in the game to the comic books, like characters and things that you don't mm. know, or, or parts of the character's history which you don't know, but people that have read the Fables will recognise and be like, oh, that's cool, they've referenced this comic from 20 years ago. What's really cool is, uh, I think Fables just finished, actually. Just came out of stop altogether now. We're doing a comic on Wolf Among Us, so we're doing a comic based on the game, based on the comic. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's pretty meta right there. That is pretty meta. Anyway, the only other game I've really been playing um, is, which is always, is Rocket League. It will be no shock to anyone on my friends list or on True Trophies that I really like Rocket League. I, I'm starting to get into it a lot more, especially the competitive side of it, because I'm starting to get better at the game and I'm starting to stream it more and. The competitive side of it is pretty fun. I've, I've never been a big fan of esports. I've never understood mm. it. But because Rocket League is a game I understand and put a lot of time into, now that I've started watching it, I've started really getting into it. Like, you follow a team, you support, and you watch the tournaments, and there's thousands of you watching this tournament and supporting the team, which is a really nice atmosphere. It feels like a real sport, and I, under I understand it now. I don't think I understood it before. It's one thing I like about Rocket League. I, just, I really like how it's integrated with, well... With Steam, I think that's how you can play with Steam players. I think it's really, really good. Mm. I what I, the reason I've always said I love Rocket League is the developer Sionics because they've done everything they can to make the game perfect, make the game good for the community. Like they released it on PS Plus not because they needed the money, because they knew it was going to be popular enough because it got such great marketing and such, but they did it because they wanted as a thank you to the fans of the previous game. Some people may not realize that it's actually a sequel to Supersonic Acrobat Rocket Power Battle Cars. Say that when you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and and as a thank you for the fans of, of for the community of that game that stuck with it for eight years, they was like, okay, here's the game with the community that you deserve. And so they they also put on thing on the Steam controller, or says so a you get a few free games with that, don't you? Um, I I think they put it with that as well, just as a thank you. And they're releasing every maps pack. They always release always be free, which is brilliant. It means never splits the community. And as as you said about the DeLorean, it's just the little like they the only pay things TLC they have is just cars, just cosmetic things. Just if you want them, get them. Like and they, and their attention to detail the DeLorean, I said before, is fantastic. I absolutely love that. But yeah, I like Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I won't talk any more because I, I, I quite easily spend an hour talking about that. No, but it's good. It's good. It, it's, um, a, it's, a game, it's a game that's great at the early levels because it's hilarious and fun to play with friends. And then once you get better at it, the competitive side of it keeps you entertained. It keeps you pushing for better. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and they've just improved upon it even more. Ha, huh, they did indeed. New yep. players. Yep. Yeah. I was playing that the other day with uh, Mutators on. I think it had like infinite boost. Uh, moon gravity stuff like that, and it's in the DeLorean, and you can basically just fly around the stadium. It's chaotic. You can make some chaotic games, like which is just they are hilarious and they're fun, and they're just it's just a relaxing game to play. Yeah, like, I play with Stu a lot, don't I? Oh yeah, and they've added a playlist as well for mutators, haven't they? Which is hmm. basically random settings. So that's it's pretty mad. The, the playlist is average because there's a few settings they have which are, they kind of make it quite game-like, so it still feels like the same game. But if you yeah. go on a custom game and get a few people, get a few friends together, you can make it absolutely mental. Oh, yeah. You can you can have a tiny ball size like a pea pinging around all over the place. <laughs> I think I had one the other day. It was ten times boost, infinite boost, moon gravity, yeah, super that's... giant bouncy ball cube. <laughs> it was. I just put all the crazy sounds on. It was absolute chaos. You get like one hit destruction. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, it's 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 enjoyable. The only other thing I've been playing is Hearthstone on the PC, but I won't talk about that for obvious reasons. Yeah, I'm on the wrong podcast, wrong podcast for that. But yep. new, uh, new expansion, <laughs> new expansion yesterday, which I'm enjoying. So sweet. There you go. Anything else or no? No. Right. I ain't got time for I ain't got time for much else outside of Rocket League. Nobody got time for that. <laughs> right. So moving on to the news and wow. Okay. Uh, Paris Game Show. Quite oh, yeah. a lot of amazing stuff. I thought the Tokyo Game Show was awesome, and then d- this somehow beat it. I don't know. My, Tokyo just warming you up. My brain cannot comprehend all these amazing games. It's it's absolutely mind blowing. What's get what's getting me is the VR stuff. There's so oh, many. Yes. Uh, like I was expecting a reason amount of games to pick it up. VR obviously they're trying to push it and spread it as wide as possible. But man, there are there are a large variety of things, and yep. they're all um, they all look amazing. Oh yes, something else that came out just before Paris Games Week about VR. That's that game Volume. They're releasing an expansion pack, which is uh, a VR one. But on top of that, they're making the the base game playable in VR. That's one of the other things they're going to be able to do with that game. Is they'll be able to just make a game that was, you know, built for controllers and keyboards and stuff like that, and just make it compatible with VR. Oh, right, so It'd be interesting to see what yeah. other games follow suit. So volume is a game that's already been released and they're, they're trying to expand on it by having like a virtual reality. Yeah, we're doing it. a free virtual reality expansion and making the original game playable in VR. That's pretty awesome. Well, it's really, yeah. really good. Isn't that the uh, top-down stealth game? Like Metal Gear Solid yeah. stuff? 
So the VR, is it still going to be top-down, but like, or is it actually going to be a first-person stealth game at that point? Don't know. Because that's what I was wondering. I, really I, I saw, I saw the news and I was, um, there, was, yeah, there wasn't any details regarding specifics. And I was thinking, if it's just VR, but you're still top-down, it would be interesting, but making the game first-person is completely radicalizing the game. Which is quite important, mm. quite big. The, the developer, Mike Biffle, he's very vocal about the game, so he'll probably release a video talking in depth about it at some point. That guy has a lot of enthusiasm towards his games. Brilliant to see. Beautiful. Right. So where should we get started with this? We've talked about volume, so let's see. So we've got <laughs> we've got No Man's Sky. That's got a release set for June 2016 now, apparently, so... That, yeah. To be fair, that's that's pretty good because I know that's quite a highly anticipated game, and if if they release that this Christmas, it'll probably get lost in nah, the. I still would have grabbed it. <laughs> the plethora of monsters. Yeah, like you may, you may we may have grabbed it anyway, but I mean, I think it deserves the full attention it's going to get from being because mm. I mean, the game itself may not live up to hype. It may be not that interesting, but for the sheer scope and ambition alone, and the technology, because I remember reading it was what eighteen quintillion planets. Which is oh, something like something that. like sixty. It's like a sixteen-digit number or something possible. And it said something along the lines of if you were to discover a new planet every second, it would still take like something like twenty-eight billion years. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it, the sheer scope and ambition alone. I said, I, I, I think I'm going to pick it up because it deserves my purchase just for what they for what we're able to create as a game. Even if the gameplay is not enjoyable, I'm I'm going to have fun just visiting a bunch of different planets. Yeah, just make just, more ones. Being there, naming them rude words is what is all is all I'm there for. Is all I want just to just to enjoy the the world. Which I know like, the one thing I'm sad about is that because it's so huge, um, there's pretty much no. It's basically a single player game. It's mm. multiplayer in that you can find players, but the odds of you doing it are like one in a billion or something really small. I'm not sure if you're able to like invite people in your ship or anything like that. Like so I I think it. I remember looking up this and just finding out that. Just be basically being told that it was just single player. It, it was essentially single player. I hope they do let you invite friends though, because I'd like That'd to be, be able cool. to explore planets and such, which are amazingly detailed considering how many there are. The planets themselves already have this vast ecosystems and such, which is uh, it, I, I'm just blown away by the game. I don't care if it's a bad game. I'm going to pick it up and I'm probably going to love it. Yeah, it is going to be good. I can't wait myself to be honest and. Picking June as a released month is probably a good idea because it keeps it away from any big release that might come out at the end of next year. Um, it'll get its own standalone um, round of applause. As will another game. Yep, Street Fighter Five. Street Fighter Five's out February the sixteenth apparently, but I'm I feel like that's that's way too soon. Oh. I just remembered that's around at the same time. Far Cry that's Primal. Way way comes way out. too soon. I tell you that's because. I've got a feeling the online is just going to be shocking when it first comes out for some reason. I, I played the first beta, I believe. They did announce a second beta now. Uh, I think we're doing three. Right, yeah, because I played the first one and it was very, very broken. I know it was down for about five or six days. I, I got a bit of gameplay in there and I did enjoy it. But um, yeah, it, it, it shows that there is some lingering issues there. It It, it seems too similar to Street Fighter 4 for me. Like, the graphics have been upscaled a bit, and the character models are slightly more morphed. Ken's new hairstyle's dividing critics. Mm -hmm. 
terrible. It is to to be fair, it is. But I mean, I don't know. Well, no, I'm, I'll um, I'll keep quiet on that till the game comes out, and then I'll decide. I think. Um, I you, you say it's a bit similar before, but then Street Fighter hasn't really changed that drastically. I mean, no. it's still, in essence, it's still the same game. And that's because it works. Like, as a competitive game, it just works. And whereas a social, just have friends over and have, have a few fights and that, it works. And if they start changing it drastically to make it a whole different game, they don't want to lose the fan the base. Bi- and, the, and the big esports scene they've already set up with it. Yeah, they, sure, make, yeah. they make a lot of money off that, I'm sure. Yeah. And that. Brings me on nicely to Tekken 7, which was announced for PS4. Oh, not just um, PS4. The thing is, though, I already knew this. I already knew it was coming out for PS4, so I don't know why they had to mention it. But the interesting thing to me was that apparently it's going to support virtual reality. I, As someone that started with the PS1, with well, the first game I played on the PS1, excuse me, was Tekken 3. And I've enjoyed Tekken games ever since. I'm intrigued to see how this works. And it should be it should be interesting. I can't wait to try it. To be honest, I but, I, yeah. I I think it will be super. I, I I can't see how it would really uh, feel natural. I'm sure it like this is just me not understanding quite what it feels. I've never worn a VR headset, so I'm just I'm just me not understanding what it really feels like. I'm but interested to, for a, in for a fighting game. It just seems ridiculous to me. I'm interested in seeing the manuals inside the game. I want to know if it has like a little paragraph that says we are not responsible for any damages caused to your TV, children, coffee tables. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's probably gonna be large disclaimers on every single game that supports VR, because there are people out there that will sue if uh, they accidentally kick their dog or something, <laughs> and then blame Sony for it. Yeah, it was like when the Wii first came out when. Um... People were damaging things with the Wii remote because apparently the instructions weren't clear enough. Um, <laughs> Don't throw it. <laughs> won't talk about Nintendo much more. But um, yeah, so we, that, that's similar to your point about how they haven't changed Street Fighter much because yeah, they want to keep the fan base there. Obviously, got the sports things going on. Tekken Seven looks a bit like like it seems very very familiar to Tekken Six, but they've added a few new like move sets in and things. I think and new combo styles from what I've read. I haven't really read into it much to be honest, but. Yeah. It should yep. be good. Um, that also means slightly push the envelope a bit more. Also means both games should hopefully be out soon, so we might get Tekken X across Street Fighter soon. Oh well, <laughs> I can remember reading a month ago or so um, that they are it, it, that, that's still in the works. I mean that seeing the Street Fighter characters in Tekken graphics is just oh that could be either amazing or it could be a travesty. But I'm hoping it's going to be really good. Um. It's stick on the stick on the VR thing. Uh, the next, the other release obviously was Until Dawn, which is the game. Until Dawn, yeah. It is horror. Horror is the genre that was built for VR. This thing is and literally it, on I'm rails. Sure you get people heart attacks. Yeah, for sure. Considering when Until Dawn came out, the amount of jump scares was absolutely ridiculous. So imagine that in virtual reality. Mm. Holy cow! It's not even worth thinking about. It's just gonna be. Yeah, people are gonna die. <laughs> I, I, like I, I'm not a big horror fan anyway, just because I hate jump scares, and I would never put one of these headsets on in a horror game. But man, I will enjoy watching other people play them. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be hilarious because I think people will, because there are people that like can get really, really immersed in that kind of thing, oh, yeah. and they will be terrified. It will be hilarious to watch. Yeah, it should be good. Um, okay, so a bit of a surprise one. I mean. Most people listening to this have probably heard about this or seen it on the PlayStation Store, but 
Drive Club Bikes. I played it. What on earth? Hmm. Where on earth has this come from? That was really out of the blue. They did say they were working on something big and game changing, but a separate trophy list as well. Um, it's not counting as a, like a DLC element to the original Drive Club. It's a it's a full on standalone game. Um, uh, it's a DLC as well. It is. Oh right, it's a DLC. Ignore. No, it's not a DLC with trophy. It's it's available on its own, or it's available uh, in Drive Club if you have. I've not bought it, so I'm not really sure how it works. But oh, well, I'll have a look into that. But um, it's got DLC now. That'd be intriguing, and I can guarantee there'll probably be a second season pass for Drive Club soon. Cause yeah, yeah, you know, money. I've done a. I've done a trophy spotlight on this game. Yeah. Usually we're a bit quicker because um, we started doing them quite a lot recently, but I had literally no time to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> and As, right. It looks pretty good, though. Yeah, okay, I'll give it a go, I think. How much is it? About £20? or something like that. Yeah, in the UK. Uh, 12 pounds if you already own Drive Club, fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, standalone expansion for fourteen ninety nine or 12 99 as an add-on for Drive Club. Might pit that off at the start of Intrigue, but then... Mm. No, mate, it'll probably be in the bloody Christmas sales and I'll be regretting it because I'll, I'll buy it full price, I won't play it. And then I'll feel I, like I wasted my money because it'll be half price. Yeah, I think I'll pick it up as a standard because I've never played the actual Drive Club. Um, I just never found it cheap enough or where I had enough time to play it. How but about free? Did I you like get free? <laughs> free. Yeah, I thought about it. I was tempted. Like, so I downloaded the PS Plus thing and then uh, I, I looked online I was like, and what it actually entails is just essentially a massive grind on the same five map or five races or whatever. And I was like, uh, yeah, no. Speaking of that, uh, Evolution did say beforehand that uh, if you go to expansion while well, only having the PlayStation Plus edition of the game, that that will unlock all the tracks for the cars too. So it was sweet. That was pretty cool. Awesome. It wasn't the only driving game that got announced. <laughs> The one we've all been waiting on. Ah. Gran right. Turismo Sport. Yeah, let's go on to that might as well. Gran Turismo Sport. So, according to Sony, this is in no way whatsoever Gran Turismo 7. It is just Gran Turismo Sport. It's out next year. Um, from what I've read, it is going to include two online championships, which are going to be um, with the winners receiving trophies alongside real-life races. No, it's, uh, it's officially... Is that right? Partner, well, official partnership with FIA, Federation International de l'Automobile. Yeah. I, I apologise to all French people for that. Assuming it was <laughs> French. Shame on you, Munch. Yeah, it's like uh, the way the official ceremonies are in real life, that's how they'll be doing it in the game. Just uh, We just showed off the first car that they announced is going to be in the game as well. And it's a famous car, kind of. Uh, that 73 Datsun Fuguzi 240Z. It was the Gran Turismo creator. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that. He picked it as the best Asian car at the Gran Turismo Awards, and it's built and owned by oh, Sung Khan, the guy who plays Han in Fast and Furious. So his own personal <laughs> built car is going to awesome. be in the game. He was my favourite character. Very Hopefully, good. he's in the Very game good. as well. <laughs> I don't care if he can't play as I'm Very just sticking him in the driver's seat. I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, it's going to have a beta as well next year. Yeah, so don't 
Yeah, so for the people listening, don't class this as a prologue. I know with Grand Turismo 5, they did a prologue. If this is a full on game, it's just a prologue and a pre prologue or something. <laughs> yeah. It looks nice. It's serious stuff. It's serious stuff. It was actually rumoured to be getting announced at E3. There's a lot of talk that uh, there was going to be Grand Turismo Sport popping up. Then it looks like half right. Right, so let's see. Moving on, we'll. What should we go to next? We'll go to Uncharted 4, and they showcased a multiplayer trailer. Again, something else that's dividing the critics, because people believe they should just keep multiplayer out of Uncharted altogether. Um, Played it on Chattered Online. Yeah. I know, I think mainly from the trophies community, people are scared (laughs) when they see multiplayer on the new Uncharted, because Uncharted 3... Multiplayer is apparently extremely grindy. Extremely grindy, so... Uh, hopefully Naughty Dog, if hopefully I, you, you're most definitely not listening to this, but please do not make any very grindy online trophies. Keep them nice that's, and simple, please. That's a bit ambitious, expecting that to actually uh, work out nicely. Isn't it? Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's gonna be... But the thing is, other than trophies, like I, I've always been a fan of putting multiplayer in games because i i know essentially that sometimes they kind of just tacked on the games that are great on their own but it so rarely takes anything away from single look at games like i said light uncharted 3 or last of us which had fairly fun online um but still, still have fantastic single player games like i don't feel like my single player game was impeded in any way but this whole extra type of game which a lot of people wouldn't have, wouldn't have picked up the game for um but absolutely love it, it's. I don't understand why more content could be a bad thing. A lot of companies uh, get a different studio to come in and deal with multiplayer anyway. So that's definitely like, taken away. Like so, you see, you see a lot. You said about uh, the people split. Some people, some people think multiplayer doesn't belong in games like that. But I mean, it, it's it's just because you don't want to play the multiplayer doesn't mean there's not a large amount of people that does. own. It might, it might, it might be someone that surprises you. That like Last of Us, I wasn't expecting to be good, but I actually really liked Multiplayer. I thought it was great, and it was survivally, and it was, um, it it kept the feeling of the single player game. And I hope the entire one does the same thing. All right, next game. I'm going to put my chips down on the table, and people are going to think I'm very, very stupid for saying this, but then again, I might be right. You never know. Um, game of the year, Detroit. No, no, no. We'll mention we'll mention <laughs> Detroit in due course. We'll go on about Ratchet and Clank for now. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to the cinema for that. Um, and I say I'm putting my chips down because we saw a trailer for the movie. Um, we didn't see anything about the game. We did. It's right above it. We did. Oh, yeah, it's right. Yeah, it was, uh... <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait to read the slides. Well done, well done to me. I'm such an idiot. God damn it. He looks. I, I'm, I'm with Munch, it's going to be awesome. I, I mean, told you, I told you I haven't been doing much gaming lately. Oh, where's, <laughs> Ryan, where's Rhino, eh? I know, where's, where's, where's Where the are you, Rhino, goddammit? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm definitely with Munch. It's, it's the humour that we see in the trailers and the way Insomnia make yeah. their games. Is, it, I, I'm very much looking forward to it. I have seen the movie trailer, and am I right in saying Stallone's got a voice in this? Yeah, he does. Stallone, awesome. The obvious choice, of course. Very good. I have no idea who he plays. I didn't make out his voice at all. It was pretty short on the scene at the end. Yeah, I wasn't sure until his name popped up at the end. I was like, Stallone, okay. This is this is serious business. Um, right. 
I tell you what, no, let's move on to Detroit Munch because I know you, you you're eager to mention it. Um, <sighs> so I was sold just by them saying, "Please welcome to the stage, David Cage." Yep, mark out <laughs> moment right there. He comes out on the stage. Pre-order. Yeah, like immediate. The amount of noise I made when my house was unreal. It was just screams of cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Here he is. Um. <laughs> right, so... He could have been bringing out Chip Simulator and I wouldn't have cared. It would have been amazing. <laughs> what, what got me with that game is, I mean, all I, my only knowledge of, is of these trailers, the trailer they released and the um, long cinematic one, but the emotions alone on... Even the screenshots... They show the, the characters' faces or the, the androids' faces, and the emotions they, they 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 portrayed just from that one screenshot is enough to make me go, "This game is going to be absolutely brilliant." Have you seen the tech demo it's based on, Kara? Yeah, I have. Yes, That's, oh, that was. I was about to get to that. So <laughs> beautiful. We, we saw a demo in twenty twelve for someone called Kara, and this is what this game is based upon. That very tech demo. Yeah, what happens when she leaves the factory? Yeah, and I tell you now, if you have not seen the trailer. Go and watch the trailer now. It looks absolutely amazing. I cannot wait to play it. It's, it's going to be... I mean, not only for the game itself, but the way it looks is fantastic. Yep. The rain and the, the character models yep. is just... It's going to be a brilliant game. And the thing with these is... the This this is why I own a PlayStation. Games like this that tell stories, great stories. This is... This oh, God, I'm marking out just talking about it. I cannot wait. It's going to be great. Oh, uh, as, soon, as soon as you mentioned that you were going to talk about it, I did a little uh, inner squee, a little sign uh, because <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's enough that, that I said the emo- I'm big. I'm big on emotion in games and emotional stories, um, and it's going to it's going to tell a fantastic. I've, I've played Heavy Rain. I loved Heavy Rain. The idiot in me has still got Beyond Two Souls on the shelf. Yet I've heard mixed things about that. It's not as solid as Heavy Rain, I'll but it it's go. definitely a good game. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, so that shot, yeah, that that was the highlight of the whole conference was Detroit. I think that's that's the one that people were waiting for. What was Quantic Dream bringing out next? And it's been revealed. It's mind blowing. I think I've been saying here for a while that they are definitely announcing something. And yeah, yeah, it happened. Right. <laughs> it happened. Maybe at Sucker Punch <laughs> rumors too. Then they're coming out with something. Right. So. But, Moving on, what should we go on to next? Nier. Nier? Okay, I'll let you talk about this, because I've got nothing to do for <laughs> Nier, so... Uh, man, 2016's going to be expensive. So many it amazing is. games. It is. my wallet, goddammit. Uh, most of them are exclusives as well, like Nier, which the sequel now has an official name of Nier Automata, and they showed off the first gameplay footage. My word! Yeah, all I can say about Nier is is that... Swearing his emphasis here. Yeah. (sighs) All I heard about the first one is that it was a bit of a hidden gem, and... Oh, it was was the hidden gem. The hidden gem, right. It made me feel things, and I'm I'm a (laughs) soulless, heartless robot. I don't think it's... Like, I'm trying to find it now on the PS3, I don't think it's very cheap. It's expensive. Yeah, I'm not surprised. (laughs) I don't know if it's uh, available digitally. I'll have a I think look. it could be why it's so pricey. I'll have a look yeah. after. Um, right, what next? Um, ooh, let's move on to Rig. Yeah, from Gorilla. And, yeah, mech-based shooter esports. Awesome. Yeah, this actually looks really good. The flagship title for PlayStation VR, apparently. Yeah, I'm 
it's one of the ones that's made me want to get a VR. Yeah. It looks really good, to be fair. I mean, it's... But I'm sceptical. Because I played, that? uh... Oh, what was that called? Uh, Steel Battalion on Kinect. Oh, no. And no, I no, no. pretty much had to take that back the same day. I'm worried it's going to be another one like that, but... Now, I think... You'll have the move controllers to yeah. track a bit better, so... Yeah, there was a video on YouTube, I think, of, like, the ten, ten worst video games of all time. There's probably loads of them, but the one I've seen, I saw Steel Battalion on there. And apparently it's due to the fact that the Kinect controller didn't work properly or something. And it was a it was... mess. Wasn't wasn't their fault, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. Never there. <laughs> so a little bit more optimistic first, but I'm remaining skeptical until. I... It looks exciting. I know um, in the like what they did in the uh, cons that they went to with Riggs, Um One of the ones they did was <laughs> apparently it was the thing that sold it for everyone. There was at one point your rig gets destroyed and they eject you, <laughs> and being shot up sixty foot in the air. And then parachuting down. Well, I'm not getting it. Apparently, was oh. instantly was uh, by play. Yeah. Everyone that said demo said it was really enjoying it. It was great, great feeling. But the second they got ejected, it felt real. Oh, well, you put like, me okay, off okay, it. Okay, <laughs> My I fear of heights. Developers then. I, I, I cost them forty quid. But, uh, <laughs> it, it was it was Scottish money anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, there was some stuff about Gravity Rush Two apparently as well. Yeah, there were screenshots for that, yeah. and... The remaster as well, the first yeah. one. Oh, there was a trailer for two. Ah, right, okay. Um, two trailers? Yeah, because they announced it at TGS. I, I never played the first one, but I've heard such amazing things about it, so I'll have to give that a go. Yeah, I've sitting there, I've just never played it. Chances are, if you've been on Plus for a while, you probably, like, if you don't know, it's, chances are you've probably got it in your catalogue somewhere, so if you've got a Vita, mm. give it a go. Don't be a fool like me and not play it. My only knowledge of that game is Cat uh, being on uh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. I, I I had no idea who she was, but she was a cool character. That's <laughs> about as far as I got with this game. <laughs> um. Right, okay. So let's see. Um. Right. So PlayStation VR games. We've mentioned Tekken until dawn. We mentioned Reg. Robinson Oops. the Journey. That's a VR game. VR game. Not sure. All I've got on that one is it's based on. Something to do with dinosaurs, it's from Crytac as well? Yeah, oh, right. I just remembered which one that was now. Uh, I think they brought some dinosaur simulator sims right. games to cons and that. The the trailer I saw looked awesome, so uh, it had like a proper, fully realistic, mega, like, I mean, I mean, they, they made, it, made the dinosaurs rather than just making them tiny and rubbish, they made them huge, which in a VR setting it sounds absolutely uh, That's right, yeah. They brought out two VR demos. Uh, more like tech demos. The back to Dinosaur Island one and two, and I think we got pretty well good feedback from it, and said it just go all out. The, the, th- the thing about VR is that it's always hard to tell what it's going to look like because obviously we can only see it as a normal trailer. We can't see it for what it's supposed to experience. But it's one of the few trailers I looked at and thought that would be amazing. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot of games that may be amazing on VR, but it doesn't quite portray well in a normal video. A normal uh, Two D, I suppose, video, but that, that definitely looked one that felt like it would be an amazing game, and it had a Dinklebot slash Weepney or the little flying robot that everyone loves. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they're sticking with that little flying robot psychic. They'll, they'll, they'll get one. Right, then, so shall we move on then? Um, I think we've we've gone a bit too much about Paris Games Week, but 
Yeah, I think you get the picture. There's a lot of stuff. It, yeah, if you if you haven't seen the conference, you probably have. But if you haven't, go and watch it because, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was just a a, yeah. a a little bit of what was announced. Oh yeah. Right, moving on then. So let's go on to something that was recently announced: the Life is Strange physical edition coming out at retail. Yeah. With a soundtrack and an art book. It's going to have the whole season on the disc. Never yeah. played Life is Strange. I've heard good things about it. Same. I'm probably going to pick this up, actually. It's out in January, so that's, that's one on the, the wish list mm. for next year. I was just going to wait for a sale once they're all out, but... Mm. I mean, yeah, it might be. I like art books. <laughs> yeah. If it's on the sale and it's like £10 for the whole season, I really doubt it'll be that cheap, but if it is, then I might bag it that way, but I do like the physical games. Um, I'm always I'm a digital man. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely the kind of guy that waits for us. Waits for us. I'm the worst kind of gamer. I'm the one that waits for the cheap sales and picks a lot two years late. So yeah, part and, of uh, the reason why I'm like go with physical as well is because my download speed isn't fantastic either, and it never will be probably, unless a miracle happens. And in next gen, you need you need a bloody fast internet speed to download 40 gig games. Even the updates are at 8 gig each. To be honest, I haven't <laughs> actually downloaded like a full 40, 50 gig game, but I'm going to take a guess and say it would take like a day and a half on my connection. I can't remember the last one. I don't think it was a Dishonored. Yeah. And that only took about 4 or 5 hours. Yeah. I can't remember what size that was. It was pretty big. <laughs> um, I can't find it. Too many games. Yeah, it was yeah. 31 gig. I was how quick it was. Right, let's move on swiftly now. Um, the PS Plus lineup. What's our mm. What's your thoughts overall on this before we go through the individual games? I don't think I've touched any of them. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm having to look up, remind myself what was there. That's the issue of me with PS Plus. The game usually the really good list, but it's, oh, it's more in the backlog, you know. What's the issue? Yeah. I I I normally love this. I mean, I'm I'm definitely indie game man. I my favourite type of genre is puzzle platformers, which are always on PS Plus. So I absolutely love. Obviously, people generally don't do like that. I mean, there's nothing for me this month because I've already played Beyond Good and Evil, which is a great game, and Walking Dead season two. But I recognise this is a brilliant month. Like, yeah. not for me, but in general, having stuff like Mass Effect, Beyond Good and Evil, Walking Dead, and games like um, Magicka two. Magicka Magic 2, Dragon yeah. Soup. I've been close to buying that good. a few times the past couple of months. I'm really happy about that. It, it it looks like a just generally kind of games that I think deserve to be on PS Plus, rather than just the same type of genre. I mean, I, I'm not playing Dragon Soup because dungeon crawlers are just a bit not my things. I played Rainbow Moon for about 20 hours and barely made it like two thirds away through the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm out. I'm out. I didn't one of, one of the few games I've not completed. But I recognise it as a good month, just uh, not for me, unfortunately. Yeah, that I'm... PSP game as well, Invisible. <laughs> <laughs> that one was a bit of a joke. Yeah. yeah. Is that an easy platinum? I don't know. What, Invisible's? It's a PSP game. PSP? Yeah, yeah it's, oh, a, it's, 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 oh, it's ported. Oh, it's ported right, yeah. it's ported to Vita, but it's not actually a Bloody Vita hell. game. No, it's, it's, no it's alright, because I've seen Invisible's games that came out on the Vita, so I automatically yeah, I think assumed it was three one of them. Of them. There was a lot of uproar about that, like, why not put one of the Vita ones out? That's not good at all. We'll have to do that. Oh, well. Um, right. Yeah, so for me, it is Magicka 2 this month. 
mainly because people were telling me, I think it was Mojo's Dojo, shout out to him telling me to get it for some reason. Mm. It seems fun. Like A few of my friends that I play a lot with, a lot of games with, they've been playing it. Yeah, well, um, they, they love it. Right, let's go through them quickly individually, even though we have discussed them in a way. So we've got Walking Dead Season 2 on the PS4. I'll keep that spoiler free and swift. It keeps it carries on the story of Clementine. Um, didn't really prefer it to the first season, but it's still a good no. story. So yeah, if you yeah. haven't played season two, give it a go. Easy, not to, easy trophies as well. Really yeah. about one, mm. one to two hours per episode. So magic, yeah, magic or two. Obviously, I've just discussed Dragonfin Soup, which is a freeway cross by. Um, don't know much into that one. What is it? it's 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 a dungeon. Like, it's a dungeon crawler, but oh, the it? battle system is. Um, Grid based, which oh, is right, the okay. same as Rainbow Moon. Like it. It's a grid based dungeon crawler, um, but it actually looks alright. It's, it's got quite a lot of a lot of gameplay in it. If you're, if you're looking for a game for the long haul, you can put a lot of hours into it. There's story, survival mode, and I think there's another one. I don't know what it is, but there's a lot lot of hours available if you're interested in that kind of game. Oh, I'll give that one a go. To be honest, we'll see. Um, Mass Effect Two as well on the PS3. Now, classic. With this now, I think, because obviously it was originally on the 360, I think when it came to the PS3, did it not include some DLC with it already? Um, sure. Uh, I know it did retail, but I don't know about, I don't know about this digital one. It might do, but don't take me word for it. Um, What's interesting is that Mass Effect 3 was on Plus a couple of years ago. Now we've got two. We've got two, which... So keep your eyes open next year for one. I believe two, like people, I think some people disappointed in three, weren't they? I think compared to two, I think two's the one that stands out more. I've not played three, but um, two was definitely better than the first one. Yeah. The control felt a lot better. Beyond Good and Evil HD, the classic. I like that game. I love that. I mean, I played it on Xbox 360 originally, and I enjoyed it. It was, it was a nice little game, nice little enjoyable comedy, and an enjoyable game in general. Not quite long enough, unfortunately, but yeah. as a game itself, it was fine. I, I, I enjoy playing. Yeah, I'm glad to see that's on the list. I mean, it's been in the sales a lot, you know, but um, it's one of those games, If like for me, I had it on the PS2, but it's one of those you've got to go and play again because it's, it's great. It's so good. I love it. It's the one game that stands out for me on the PS2, so should be good. And then obviously you've got Invisibles. I can't believe it's the PSP version. What? Why? It's the second time I think I've done a Why? PSP one because I had Liberty City Stories a couple of years ago as well. It's unbelievable, really. Absolutely unbelievable. The thing is, Li- Liberty City Stories is a good game. Mm. <laughs> I'm not quite sure Invisibles Matches. is worthy <laughs> enough to be to take a spot in the monthly PS Plus, but never mind. It's not, not our choice, is it? No. I can understand people getting upset at that one. Right, so we've gone through that. Moving on. Um, PS4 faceplates, right? So I read a while ago about these, um, like this project PlayStation were doing with faceplates weren't they where there was, was there like an Order 1886 and a little big planet faceplate I think I saw yeah and now we've got these plain different coloured ones which some look pretty good to be fair but I don't they look alright but I don't think I'm willing to mess about with my PS4 for yeah. the sake of to just change the colour so I think on Xbox 360 I changed my front faceplate to a it was a Halo 3 one with a sniper rifle but it was cool it looked awesome if you've but got, a, just a if you've got it tucked away in a unit, like you just see the whole front changing, it looks nice like that. But if you're just changing one little panel to a completely different colour, don't get it. See, I might, 
this sounds mad. I might be tempted because the faceplate on the one I've got, the, the plain black one, is completely littered with scratches and stuff. So it might be worth picking up one of these, especially the white one. So obviously you can't see the scratches on the white one. Um, the big thing about faceplates for me was that silver and gold are not available in the UK and Ireland, and neon orange is not available in Scandinavia. Sad face. <laughs> also, can we just mention the price? Fifteen the price, pounds yeah. for the one, but the gold and silver are twenty pounds. Yep. That's slight slight different colour. Everyone else gets spent an extra five Yeah, why do they put a pound's <laughs> price if they're not gonna release it in the UK? That's in case they're able to get the the colour right. That's like the full blue or something, or are they still kind of the same rules? <laughs> uh, the colour rights. They have, they have to beat the copyright to get get anything gold or silver out in the country. So if you want your PS4 to look blink, you've got to pay five pounds more apparently according to Sony. Um mm. Right then, so moving on, let's go on to the PlayStation VR specs, shall we? Um, mm. So there's no price point for this yet, although no. I'm going to take a gamble and I'm going to say it is going to be more than the console itself, which is probably brave. But I'm going to say 350. Right. 350, right, okay, I'll try. I'll go 400. I'll go 400. What's your bet, Brad? I reckon about 320. Was my 320, reasonable. right. Yes. So I think that's about what I'd be willing to pay. Like if it if it gets over four hundred, I'm looking a lot. I'm I'm probably not going to buy it. But for it, it, I know it's a small difference, but in principle. But I mean, I think I'll get it eventually anyway because it's it's a frontier. It's is a frontier. This game it's a brilliant place that games are heading as a whole, and I definitely want to be part of that. Yeah, it should be good. And I tell you what, we'll do. Um, if people put in the comments below this article and um, what they reckon the price point is and then whoever comes closest will announce the winner on the, the podcast after the price is announced how about that <laughs> a little shout the, out to the, the winner the prize is not a Playstation VR <laughs> no it's not there is no prizes just a shout you, out let's make that clear you, no prizes you'll, you'll get a personal serenade from Munch yes he's gonna, gonna just for Munch you will congratulate you, you personally you can name unless it. Munch I wins I wouldn't really say me singing to someone as a prize <laughs> Munch wins he can congratulate himself <laughs> <laughs> right, so let's well, we'll go through the specs swiftly. Um, five point seven inch OLED display. I don't know. What That's the screen the Vita uses, isn't it? The OLED. Why did we? I, why do we put the specs on this list of things to talk about? To be honest, it's going to be so boring. Yeah, to I, I thought it was cool. <laughs> it's it's all numbers to me. I I'm looking at all of these words right. in this list, like gyroscope, accelerometer, and uh, <laughs> OLED. Refresh rate, and I, I understand none. I'll go through. Is, I, right, yeah, I don't understand a thing. I'll go through them quickly. <laughs> 1920 by RGB by 1080 resolution, 120 hertz refresh rate, which is pretty cool. Super low latency, which should be expected, considering if it's going to be bloody expensive, it needs to be super low latency as well. Um, yeah, I don't care about any of them. Gameplay is output to both VR headset and TV. Right, that'll do. Next. Positional tracking with nine LEDs. <laughs> right, boring stuff out of the way. Rocket League mutators. I think we've talked about them already, haven't we? Yeah, we we, yeah. we briefly mentioned it's it's a way to, they've basically brought the casual gamers back in, and so that if you want to play with friends, you can have an absolute laugh. I, I've found I've found some hilarious ones. One one setup I remember finding was a tug of war style, but with a giant cube that doesn't move anywhere. <laughs> so the whole team. Like you got four players on either side just pushing at it and then driving in from the side and trying to ram it to move it. And it's little things like that that basically you can just mess about and just have a real laugh with the game. Pinball mode's fun. Then. 
It is hard. <laughs> Poachers <today>. everywhere. <laughs> it is awesome. Un- unplayable if you've got 10 times boost. So. Oh, wow. You just, <laughs> one, as soon as you touch boost, you're on the other side of the map. <laughs> and trying to hit this titty ball that's bouncing and all the roofs and walls. It's, it's pretty fun. Um, right, next. Excuse me. Um, Borderlands, the handsome collection has now got a gentleman's clap in the trap box edition. Clapping Why on earth have they done another Never version of, of this? I don't know. But um, So the difference is basically the different skin on the claptrap that's in the box. The, the claptrap is controlled by your Android or smart device. It includes lithographs. Mm. It includes the game itself, obviously. Why would it not include the game? Um, pretty high price point. From what I've read, it is £270 in the UK. Good lord. Wow. Yeah. Fairs, I'm looking at the picture Don't now. Claptrap looks awesome. He, he it does, does look, look, a, he's it a does look awesome. I mean, you know, if I'm pretty rich, then I'll probably, I'll probably, have, I'll probably get that. Yeah, for the hell 270, of quid, it, 270 quid is a crazy. bloody large amount of crazy. money. Right. Swiftly on. PS4, a new firmware update 3.11. It's just stability. Who cares? Next. Mm. Um, I was wondering why it was on the list. Cause it, nah, I've never heard me. of this update. That's me just adding irrelevant stuff because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Battleborn's been pushed back to May 2016, probably because of problems that they found with the beta. I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, closed technical test. But yep. yeah, there was um, a few issues yep. that they've recently. Uh, although it, it seems like a good game, um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's a way they kind of it's a different take on first person shooters. Same as uh, Overwatch is a similar one by Blizzard. It's the same thing of a first person shooter but with MOBA styles. Where characters have individual abilities and level up inside the game and such. Um, I'm quite excited for both of them. Should be good. So I look forward to Should that. Should be good. I don't really mind the delay, to be honest. But um, nah, I did. We, we got enough. We got enough. I did get invited to the beta. But I didn't have time played. I wish I did. But man, yeah, there were so many problems with it. I'm glad I avoided it in a way. Um, right. So PlayStation now has had 105 new games added to it. Good lord. Oh God Almighty! And then apparently the monthly, the monthly subscription thing—that that's in place now, isn't it? Monthly subscription uh, in the UK. In the UK, yeah. right? Okay. I think this is just for the US because a lot of these games are already on the but pe- UK. People are still moaning it's too much, apparently. But I agree do you know, with them. Do you know the price of it? Because I missed the price. Uh, it's about Sorry. fifteen pound. Fifteen pound. Good lord. To be fair, it's about the same as what you'd expect from Love Film or that kind of. That kind of subscription service and there's and the thing because it's sony based they can add a lot they can add any game they want they can just go to the developer go and say we we want this on there <laughs> was this a quick so surprise because yeah. usually we'll only add five or six new ones but this one was like screw it yeah but it did I, seem I thought... to be about most of that extra hundred did seem to be the ones that are on the uk one trying to balance how fun was that to edit eh Hmm? Immediately regret being a news hound after that, eh? <laughs> oh, let's just say I should have checked it before realising how many games was on. <laughs> I think the recommendation is, for the moment, if you mm. want to play Depends these games, from. just buy a PS3, unless they lower the price of the subscription. Um, Alright, so I'll, I'll, I'll talk briefly about a few games which are in there, which um, trophy hunters might want, and then some other bits and bobs, so... Magus. Magus, yes. <gasps> Crap! Nagus. Less than five hour platinum. Oh, I started my free trial to play that game and I forgot to cancel it. Oh dear. Damn it. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. You were, you were, you were just saying earlier that you hadn't started your free trial yet. Yeah, I was just when, when you, you said. That? When, I was uh, during Leapfrog. <laughs> oh, 
I just remembered about oh. that. No wonder my bank account's been going down. Enjoy that thirty minutes, then. Oh, wait. Why is it giving me an option to start the trial? Magus has not been a cheap platinum for much. Um, <laughs> it has not. Ultra Street Fighter Four's on there, which is pretty happening. good of them. That's got a hell of a lot of DLC on there, but apparently Capcom believes we haven't got enough DLC already, so they still make it. Um, Puzzle Fighter 2, which I had on the 360, that's pretty underrated. <gasps> oh, no, I rented it from 299. Oh, oh thanks. Right, see. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's okay, everyone. Munch has survived his. Uh, it's all mistake. good, everyone can breathe. It's like when I forget to cancel my DC Universe online subscription. I was like, why am I. Where's my money? This <laughs> is at home. We're sitting there mourning for your loss. There, much. Uh, they, they all felt for you. It, it's, okay, it's okay. We can all rest and breathe easy now. I'll just. I'll need to start writing a status anytime I order a subscription on PlayStation, and people can remind me when it's running out. <laughs> yep, do that. Do that. I'll set. I'll, I'll set an alarm on my phone. <laughs> Munchy subscription's about to expire. <laughs> um. Right, so Lost Planet 2's on there. I quite enjoyed that on the 360 as well. Asura's Wrath, that's quite underrated. Way worth a go mm. to some people. Magus would mention. Mental. Sherlock Crimes and Punishments, which can be platted in about 10 hours with a walkthrough. So and was recently a plus game. Both Heavy Fire games. Heavy Fire Afghanistan and Shattered Spear, which are two of the worst on-rail shooters I've ever played. Each can be done in about 5 hours each, I reckon. Can I give a quick shout out to Mercury HG, which is a little uh, puzzle mm. game where you're one of the ones where you tilt the floor and you're controlling a marble. Mm. Um, but it uses science to like combine elements and things. That's actually a really fun yeah, game. Yeah, I played that on 360. It was highly underrated. It was definitely underrated. I really enjoyed that game. So do try that if you. Uh, and it was fun that the levels were a periodic table. <laughs> yes, I really enjoyed that. It's definitely, an, even the DLC was fun. It's definitely an underrated game. Brilliant. Hidden gem. Awesome. Um, I'll quickly mention that Heavy Fire Shattered Spear has got a collectible glitch, so bear that in mind as well if you get that one. Um, World Rally Championship 4, that can be done in about 20 hours, but that's an easy platinum if you don't mind the grind, I guess. Motorcycle Club, that's the same really, even though that's probably one of the worst racing games I've ever played. Um, yep, so that's the PS Now games, well, the ones I would recommend in a nutshell. The, the Penny Arcade games, the first two adventures are in there, they're, they're, they're funny. And uh, the Baconing, which is another Death Baconing, game. Baconing, yes. Mm. How did I miss the Baconing? Yeah, that's pretty good. I did enjoy that one. That's, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I've been playing the first one the last couple of weeks, and it's uh, <laughs> definitely it's it funny. funny. It's actually yeah. quite an yeah. enjoyable game. It's enjoyable bit of action RPG. Um, definitely worth it. Right, one last bit of news. This, I don't know what to think about this. The PS4, it's like an in-ear in here headset. Um... Yeah, thoughts on this one. Good lord, the price. Uh, my my thoughts are about the headset itself. Are you on the article just now? The price is absolutely disgusting, if you ask me. Go to the first screenshot on the article. Who is that guy? It looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Who me. Who is this guy? <laughs> Comments in the bottom of the article. Who is this guy? <laughs> Chances are he's probably just a stunt double of somebody, but you don't know. I'm about to say, you sure he's not just a random other that you he's just happen to think you recognise? No, he's probably been in some random TV show that got cancelled somewhere. You never know. Um, <laughs> right, so yeah, what can we say about this headset? Back, back, back to the headset itself. I think it's good technology, and I think it 
I like the way that they it's, they're trying to minimalize everything, like rather than have these big bulky headsets. But that price, yeah. my it's Lord. got noise reducing audio shield technology, but that also means this thing has a battery which lasts about fifteen hours, which is pretty, it's pretty good compared to the DualShock hmm. Four, which dies pretty quickly. Since we have actually mentioned what the price is, is seventy eight pounds in British money or ninety dollars. Oh, you know what? <laughs> which is <sighs> Yeah, it's coming out in Australia, actually. I'm terrified to see the Australian price. It'd be something like $140. (laughs) If it was about half the price, I might be tempted by it, but then again, we don't know how... I've got a pair of ear or headphones I bought off a day for 20 quid. Uh, I'm happy for those. (laughs) I I paid, I think, 25 quid for my over-ear headset, and it it works fine. The mic's mic's nice, comfortable. Uh, I don't know if I can wear earbuds for a large period of time because I spend mm. a lot of time gaming overnight because um, I yeah. work nights so I'm generally awake during the night which is why headphones are vital to me because I spend long periods of them and I don't think I could spend that long <laughs> with nearly earbuds in my ears even if they are awesomely noise cancelling which is they're quite a clever technology for such Shout time, out to obviously. Pipsqueak in the comments of the headset article itself who said that actually the wireless headset is cheaper I think it's like £50 at the moment and it's probably a hell of a lot better quality <laughs> than this pile of junk but um. Well, that's a bit harsh. That's yet to be seen. It might turn out to be amazing. That's it. I'm sure. I'm sure it's actually good quality. Yeah. It's just probably not quality enough to warrant paying ninety bloody euros yeah. for it. They don't think the price points through do Sony, but there you go. Um, right. So that's all the news done. Finally, the game releases for November and then a bit of December as well. So let's. We'll, we'll, Some of these we'll are go out through now. them quickly because the length of this podcast is pretty insane already, and I'm sure people are pretty bored of our voices by now. Um. Hey, I'll go through yourself, each man. one and then let's we'll have thoughts on it. So the first one, Need for Speed. I've heard it's an easy platinum. It's online only, so that you know that obviously causes a few issues with unreliable EA servers, but there you go. I've paid zero attention to this whole development of that game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, look, look looks alright. I did hear enough about it to be to make me want like there wasn't enough build up for the hype for it. I mean there was a few things but then it kinda of released a lot quicker after that. It's a game that's sort of in the um, within the plethora of big titles. It's probably gonna, yeah, like you said, it's probably gonna be in a sale soon anyway, so I might bag it then. Bored of Need for Speed. Yeah. I think they got bored of adding Sick things of on the end of the name to be honest, that's why they just went for Need for Speed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they, they already restarted Most Wanted in Hot Pursuit. Yeah. Yeah, that, they, uh, that wasn't they Most Wanted, that was Most Wanted Wants <laughs> to be Burnout. Um, Black Ops 3, I don't really fancy talking about COD, to be honest. I will say that I'm pretty annoyed that they are charging, what is it, £40 for the PS3 version, considering it's Have just online it? and no campaign. Very. Have you seen the, mo- oh, the PS3 version compared to PS4? It looks like a PS1 game. Bad? It is shocking. It is. You're paying a fortune for half a game that looks terrible. Now I need to look at that after. Uh, Just imagine you're holding a pistol on PS4, right? You've got all nice details of the gun. PS3 version is basically just painted grey. Alright. Fallout 4. (laughs) Poorly painted. (laughs) Uh, Fallout 4. Um, I can tell you for a fact that half my colleagues at work have taken this week off to play Fallout 4. They claimed they were ill. Went and bought a PS4. I call bullshit. <laughs> pardon me, French. They've definitely been off to play this game, and from what I've heard, it is a definite game of the year candidate. Although I'm not really interested in Fallout, but there you go. 
Apparently, apparently, it's not the best game, but it's really fun and really enjoyable. And people I'm surprised by how quickly they uh, released it. To be honest, I was caught yeah. guard a bit. It was only announced to E3. Yeah. I think it's been development for years. Yeah, awesome. I'll probably pick it up when it's cheaper. I just really don't have the time to be playing big games just now. Might as wait until it's cheaper. I'm not really into Fallout, but I don't really give it a chance either. I've got Fallout 3 Game of the Year edition, so I might have a go on that on a second account and see what I think, and then I've, we'll go from there. I played New Vegas. I played both of them on the 360, but I went and got the Game of the Year edition for New Vegas on PS3. Gave a shot to my brother about two years ago. Mm. I don't think he's touched it yet. He's went and bought a PS4 to go to be able to play Fallout 4. And he's still not giving it back yet. Yeah. <laughs> right, moving on. Professional yeah. Lumberjack 2016. Who gives a crap? <laughs> Professional real-life Lumberjacks. You get them farmers yeah. to play farming simulators. Absolutely so. mental. Yeah, but do, would, if, would you really do your job Is in your free time? Yeah. Would you really go, go, go to work, do this job, and then go home, and then pretend to do the same job? Depends what the job was, really. <laughs> right. Is this retail, or is this digital only? I think it's, it's retail. It's actually retail. Who is going to stop this game? Please. <laughs> I can guarantee you now I'll go to game, they'll probably have like one copy of it when it comes out. To be fair, game themselves had a game called Christmas Shop or oh, something later. don't get me started on that. <laughs> I was sick to death. I keep going in during Christmas, I get a receipt, it prints out saying, download this, I do not care. I do not care, I do not give a crap, plus my PC point isn't even good enough to run it. Um... Star Wars Battlefront, now that is out next week. Mm. I didn't really fancy the beta, but I know that's going to get a lot of um, purchases. I know a lot of people are going to want to get that game. I just done a spotlight on that. I said, and Fallout 4, and both of those look like easy plot. I'm crossing my fingers for the people that do buy it day one, because I know dice servers can be pretty reliable. I know this game's got dedicated servers as well. I hope it holds out and it doesn't just go down on day one, that'd be a shame if you're paying like £50 or $60 for it. Yeah. The, mm. the, pro- the problem with Battlefront I have is that the season pass is the same price as the game. So if you want the full Battlefront experience and you want the community to stay the same size, you have to pay $120. It is in, like the fact that the season pass, 40 quid, is, is broke. It, I mean, I enjoyed the beta, yeah. but I'm not going to buy the game, not Oh, that's the season DLC should not be the same price. To be fair, even though the, like the DLC is so expensive, I will give Dice credit because they are still adding more stuff to Battlefield Four. You know, and they could yeah, have, yeah. Just, they could have just shifted onto Hardline, but I know some people really did not like Hardline. So, oh, Hardline was done by a different. Team, oh, was it? All so... oh, right, I don't know. Yeah, it was done by the Dead Space oh, guys. Fair I actually kind of liked that game. Um, yeah. Right, moving on. Dynasty Warriors. Oh, you mentioned Dynasty Warriors earlier, and there it is. Dynasty Warriors 8 Empires yeah. for the Vita. Okay. Um, Persona 4 Dancing All Night. Ah, oh, no, yeah. Someone, expl- someone explain Definitely this to me, because I don't know much about this one. It's basically like a rhythm game. Like, yeah. like um, Just Dance. Oh, that kind of thing, isn't it? Isn't it? Or am I, I wrong? Know. If it's a rhythm game, I know it's, it's for the Vita, ain't it? If it's a rhythm game like that, um, is it? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Project, uh, it's a rhythm game. It's a bit like that, then I might give it a go. But yeah. I've done like 40 articles on the game, I should know. Each one is just a trailer. Uh, yeah, here it is. I actually get a 
uh, GI members, Fiona Resfa, to translate something from it, because I was doing an article for the game, like it was a trailer, but it was all in Japanese, so I had to rely on uh, Google Translate, which, I don't know if you've ever used Google Translate on Japanese text, oh. it's not good. But, uh, apparently, one of the DLCs was called the Transvestite and Seaweed Set. I have to rely on Translate a lot to get the <laughs> Japanese <laughs> stuff for the game, and throws a shout out to Fiona, because she is very, very helpful. Um, a Snoopy yeah, game. It's that kind of weirdness the game has. <laughs> this Snoopy game came out of the blue a bit, unless I just completely missed the news it was coming out. Yeah. There were a couple of articles about it a while ago. Oh, is this one retail, or is this just digital? If this one's retail, then it might actually get a few purchases off some people this Christmas, you never know. Um, actually, there's one I forgot to put down, because it just came out the other day, but uh, Phineas and Ferb, Day of Doofenshmirtz, on the Vita. Another Phineas and Ferb That's game. Came out. <laughs> yeah! Sweet. Easy platinum, though. Or don't you know? Most likely. Good. I've not picked up yet, I'll probably end up grabbing it after Christmas. I kind of enjoyed the first one. Lovely. Plus I love Phineas and Ferb. Um, oh god, I'm ashamed to mention this next game. <laughs> yeah, you want me to mention it, because I'm actually paying cash money oh, for this game. Go ahead. Because daughter's birth, um, daughter's ten a week I'm after Christmas, so... Um, I'm just going to drop my head in shame while she talk about this. Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue. <laughs> I'm not getting on PS3 though, because that would end up going on to my my account, and I don't want none of that near me. Stackable platinums <laughs> for different regions as well. <laughs> yeah, it was EU and US. Moving on. But that'll be on the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> the Wii U is probably where it'll sell. To be honest, who's going to buy this on? Was it PS3? This game. I can think of a lot of people. <laughs> Wii U, it'll sell on Wii U. It won't sell on PS3. Oh, it will. Trophy Hunters will buy that game. Well, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, Tesla grad for the Vita. Yeah. Oh. I think it will have its own... I don't know if it will have its own list, but it's going to be a uh, cross-buy. Cross-buy. Wait, so is that... I think. Is it a separate oh. trophy list, though? Is it? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it is, because... I'm... I'm trying to think it. I don't think the PS3 one was a different one. That's a shame. Um... I, I like Tesla Grad. I enjoyed that game. Oh, brilliant yeah. game. It's a good platinum for trophy hunters because there's a walk. There's a good walk. Is there a walkthrough on the site, or someone put a guide up with a video link to where to find all the things for the platinum? Anyway, so that's that's useful. The, the, game, the game itself, even without it, like I, I played it without it, and I think I was beating it. In the last oh right, six okay. Hours. Oh, that's without two weeks. That's without a guide. That's that's finding collectibles myself, just being um, careful and uh, thorough. Fifteen euros, fifteen dollars digitally. Retail version, 20 Retail. euros. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. You got cross-platform support. But Does that mean that people that, have it for, people that already have it can get it for free? Or? Uh, they didn't mention whether it was cross-save or cross-buy or what that was. I'm sure we'll find out. If you, get it, if you had it on yeah. the PS4 well, and you get it for free on the Vita, cool. that'd be good, because it's probably one of those games I'll finish on the Vita. Yeah, I'd definitely go through it again. Unless it's, it's a fun. separate trophy list. Um... Game of Thrones episode 6, you mentioned that much. Mm. Some releases for December, Just Cause 3. Woo. Yeah, he's come out in the first three Big days one. of I December. saw someone playing some alpha gameplay the other day on YouTube, it looks pretty sweet. 
Well, I love the way they've done all the trailers. So they've done it as your own, create your own. Because they kind of stick in it the thing that you can do whatever you want with it. And so then all the uh, YouTube videos they do where if you click this button, it goes to this video, and we, which is what happens if you chose that option or chose to explode it this way by flying a car into it or something. And I'm really looking, I love Just Cause 2. I put too many hours trying to get the uh, 75% complete achievement yeah. on the Xbox. Um, I'm gonna yeah, it's one of those well. games which I moan about games lately not having like a sufficient gameplay value, and I know Just Cause 3 will definitely have it. So. The size as well. I mean, the, pre- the previous game was massive. It takes you forever to yep. go around. And this is like, what, double, four times all night? It is absolutely It is. Massive. I can't wait. I'm, hope- I'm kind of hoping fast travel is going to be involved somehow because oh, it, it took be. forever to get across <laughs> the first it one. It better be. Well, the first one, the second um, one. Rainbow Six Siege. Mm. Didn't we have a bad experience mm. with this on the beta, Brad? I think we did. Uh, yeah, we just. The beta was. Kicking us. Kicking us out of the, the game completely. Yeah, we, 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 we try to party up and we start the queue and then we'd separate and then it actually kicked us, closed the whole application several times. And just it was just a wall of problems. The game itself, when I actually got games, was okay. Really it was good, yeah. it, I like, had a bad experience I, I, with it as well. I've seen the announced trailer. It, 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 it will be an okay game. That's just because it's the announced trailer. <laughs> I just realised what you said. I just unless you, that. Oh, it's that is, unless you play games, it's yeah, a, unless it's you play strategically, right. you're gonna get killed very quickly and it's gonna get very boring very quickly. Yeah. It's one of those games where if you play with a group of friends and take it serious and organise, it actually will yeah. be really fun. That's because that's what I was meaning by the announced trailer. It was so staged to be like that. Everyone being super dead serious. <laughs> it was cringeworthy. <laughs> See, that, that is what will make the game fun. Because I played a bit of Rainbow Six um, Vegas. Yeah, I like the Vegas and, games. They were good. And um, I really, I, I put quite a lot out. So I actually, 1000G oh, for the first one. Oh, there was one on, it was PS2 and Xbox. I can't remember which one it was. I absolutely loved it. There was one you were in, I think, it was, I think you were in the London Tube. Oh, I can't remember, it might be free. Yeah, I yeah. think the, the problem is just there's, there's a lot of shooters out there and it's, it's, a, it's one, a very full market. Is this one just multiplayer or is it actually single player content? So, I think it's just multiplayer, but... I, I believe it's, oh, then it's, I believe no. it's just multiplayer. Yeah, <laughs> it's an absolute yeah I think it, I think that they thought about putting a single player in, but uh, am I right in saying that? Yeah, I think it is, isn't it? I'll be one of big games at eSports tournaments, no doubt. Yeah, it'll... Um, right, let's... Talk about lastly, um, mm. Civilization Revolution Two is coming to the Vita. Yeah, I had the first one on PS3 a uh, long, long time ago. I quite enjoyed this, even though I don't really play strategy games. Um, uh, I'm not really big on strategy games either, but I'll be buying. Another out of the blue game. I don't really read about this one, but um, so I wasn't really expecting it, but should be good. I'm. I'm- I'm too stupid for RTSs. Um, I'm uh, this just this one's a nice simple yeah. one. That's probably why I got it, you see. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. I'm the, kind, I'm the kind of guy that has a nice army and then just leaves it somewhere and then forgets about it. And then an hour later, finds this going, man, that was useful. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, I remembered I put all these random Aztecs over here. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm definitely not smart enough for that kind of game. Right, so that brings us to the end of the releases, and good lord, this has been going an hour and a half, apparently. Um, Told you. <laughs> hopefully. That was my guess. Yeah. He, he did call it. Uh, <laughs> you, you couldn't hear it, but he did call an hour and a half, which I think is a nice time Oh, for he it. did. It's a nice length. It is. It's pretty good. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. Um, I didn't. <laughs>
redo. Before we go, if you want to get involved in the if you want to get involved in the podcast message munch or post in the article below, register your interest and if you listen to this, share it to get it out there. It'll help be very much appreciated. And yeah, um, definitely do message because it's, it's kind of thing is we 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 love the I love the True Travis community and everyone does. If you're a part of the community, I mean, we everyone's happy to hear from you. Clearly, they took they took me, so they're desperate. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> don't don't be afraid of rejection. No, you, we enjoyed having you, Brad. We, I'm sure we'll have you again. Mm, boy, hey. <laughs> um, Let's see what the reaction is. Yep. So hopefully you all enjoyed this. Thanks to Brad for coming Thank on for me. as a special guest. Um, any last words from any of you before we finish? No, I think just generally carry on. Oh, a shout out to the Leapfroggers that are still going at the time of recording. Mm. Oh, good my, lord. My, my good goodness, lord, yes. Even the ones that have gone out, like the final ten, it's just, oh, it, it's blowing my mind. Unbelievable. Definitely yeah. shout out to Killer Balut and Mega Thief who are still going. Uh, 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 they're at day 55, I think, when we're recording. Yeah, 54. So. Unbelievable. 54. It's, uh, it's very looks it, it will be Keep 55. Cracking <laughs> Keep cracking on if you're... If, if this comes out and you're still going, props to you and just you blow my mind. Just gotta say that. The commitment levels yeah. are over nine thousand. Um yep, yeah, so thanks for listening. Thank you to Brad again. Um Yeah. We'll we'll see you again soon, so ta-da for Ciao. now. Ta ta.